Welcome. This is the Lady Leadership Podcast. Sam's goal is clear, helping as many women as she can meet their full potential in business and in life. Hi, this is Sam McIntyre, and in this season of the Lady Leadership Podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about how to get the most out of your career, whether you have your own business, whether you work in corporate, or whether you're just starting out, maybe you're finishing uni. So thanks for joining me, and I look forward to sharing all my tips and hints on how to fast track your career. Okay, so thanks for joining me for episode two of the Lady Leadership Podcast. I'm really excited for you to join me. Welcome back. Thank you. So today I'm going to talk to you about how your hobby can help your career. Now you're going, what? What do you mean? How can my hobby help my career? So I think I'm probably just start by sharing um, maybe what my hobby is and maybe I'll lose a few people at this point. But um, and I'll just kind of give a little bit of a backstory to it. So I think so what I discovered, I was uh, up the countryside, um, I think it's probably about five years ago now and I um I just saw all these ladies who are a little bit older, maybe in their fifties, sixties, seventies, horse riding, and I was like, wow. I was like, I I went um I decided to so I I rode horses when I was younger. I really hadn't ridden horses much in probably 20, 25 years and I um, decided to get myself a couple of lessons um, up in the country and I just saw this lady turn up uh, with her horse, get her horse out of the float, put the saddle on and, you know, take a lesson and I just was like, I just looked at her and I was like, oh my God, that's what I want. I just could, I just didn't realise that, you know what, I could actually have another horse riding career and I just not that I've had a horse riding career to begin with but I just didn't realize that it was something that I could actually um take on again so fast track you know five forward five years I um I stupidly um probably at the time decided to go and buy myself another horse uh not really kind of um thinking about it in a lot of detail I had a chestnut quarter horse when I was younger um and I went and bought another one and um that was ended up being a bit of a disaster but I think so you know getting back to how can your hobby really kind of help your career uh it's about the learnings that you make um along that way and it's about what you kind of actually learn applying to yourself to something that you you know you just kind of really really love so i i I would say i i love horses i'm one of those um weird horse girls and i love being around horses i love riding horses i love watching other people ride horses i enjoy going to horse events i enjoy seeing horse i i just i cannot explain it i don't really know why it's just what i enjoy so you know my recommendation to you and look this this kind of was an innate thing and started you know when i was just a young girl my family used to go to a holiday destination and they used to have 20 horses there and they used to do 
trail rides they used to start with pony rides in the morning then they do two trail rides and so you know I used to go down there at as an eight-year-old at 7 30 in the morning and help them bring the horses in I'd help them brush them and saddle them not sure how much help I was at eight but and then you know as I got older I would then you know, take the pony rides for the people, um, that, you know, the people who ran it probably thought it was pretty good because they didn't have to do it themselves. And then, you know, I'd go on a trail ride and then again, I'd help unsaddle the horses. If I could um, have spent uh, my, I look, I pretty much spent my whole, every day there, um, the whole day um, for the holidays because I just absolutely loved it. And so I think, you know, when you look at yourself and you look at, I think you know how how it's how it's helped my career is just having something really outside your kind of day to day that you just enjoy spending time doing and the learnings and the the way that you apply yourself can just really kind of help you in your career. I think one first of all from a mental health perspective I think that having a a hobby now you know I'm not recommending to anyone on this podcast to go and buy a horse but um, you know if it's you might like swimming you might like dancing you might like playing tennis you might like uh, sewing you might like gardening you might like crafting whatever it is that you know floats your boat how do you carve out the time in your life to actually spend the time doing it? And what I would do is if you can't, if you think, oh, I actually don't have a hobby, that's nothing that I really like, I'd actually have a really good delve back into your childhood and see what you innately kind of really enjoyed. What are what are the things that you really enjoyed? And, you know, so my... Um, my parents bought me a horse when I was so I'd so I used to we used to go to this holiday place and then I used to go also for um, lessons on a Saturday and then you know about the age of 14 15 my parents actually bought me a horse and I said to my mum recently um, you know why did you why did you buy me a horse like it kind of we weren't you know a massively well-off family and they weren't into horses whatsoever never have been it's a pretty big responsibility for a 13 14 year old child it's like why did you buy me one and my mum was like because you just were not into anything else and I was like really and she's like yep that was why so you know my tip one is just have a look back through your life and go okay what what's the stuff that I really really enjoy doing so I think the next thing um to why you know having a hobby helps you with your career is you know like your career and like work you really have to apply yourself to a hobby you don't you don't get good at something by not really giving it your full effort and not really um, participating so you're not you're not necessarily going to be if you just play a sport half-heartedly or if you don't put some effort into it or some practice into it or you know if you like singing or if you like dancing if you don't craft that then you're probably not going to get as much enjoyment out of it if you put more effort into it and I kind of think that's like work so you know the more sort of effort that you put in the you know the greater kind of rewards and you know, similar to work with a hobby, you tend to kind of have goals. So um, certainly with my horse riding, getting back into horse riding now, 
I I said I mentioned that um, I went and bought myself a horse and she just really wasn't the right horse for me at the right time but I learnt so much from that horse. She was highly sensitive, she was... um, she was unsure and it just you know I had to I basically I I thought I could ride and I basically just had to start back at day one and really kind of start and learn and try and understand so I, I think I learned when I was younger to kind of stay on and be around horses and I think as a as a kind of um horse people talk about 10-year-old horse training, 10-year-old girl horse training, you know, a 10-year-old girl will spend three hours brushing her horse and be really kind of, you know, present and, you know, not kind of bring to the situation any uh, anything at all. Whereas, you know, when you're in your 40s and you kind of bring a bit more. So, you know, I've talked about mental health and, you know, that kind of having that opportunity to, to get away from your day to day. I've talked about goals and honing your craft when it comes to a hobby. I think, you know, hobbies also teach you resilience and I think resilience is really important in the workplace. So I think anyone, you know, again, like you played a sport or you've done something you're just not going to get it perfect all the time you're not going to necessarily win every award you know how much training and how much sort of participation how many how many hours you know they say like 10,000 hours to be good at something and I you know I think those really kind of relate to work um you know, spending, so I think being around horses and spending time with horses teaches you a lot of resilience. So there's um, there's a lot that can go wrong around horses and, um, you know, it really kind of, I think, teaches you tenacity and teaches you resilience. So, you know, just dealing with, so just dealing with the weather in terms of horses. So if you... Um, only want to ride your horse or be around your horse when the weather's perfect you know you're probably going to get five days out of 365 so and you know horses are a a flight animal and so it's it's really being able to kind of deal with those situations and having the resilience I, I remember one time when I first met my husband we met in the UK we're out on a a day trip and um, typical uh, British weather, it started raining and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, sure, it's raining, you know, and we had some jackets on but I don't think we were kind of really kitted up for wet weather. And he's like, oh, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, of course I'm sure, you know, and that's what I mean. Like being around horses, you're out in wet weather and at the end of the day it's a, it's a bit of rain. And so, you know, I really think hobbies and have, having kind of tenacity and, and going, going for something is, is just very similar to work. And, you know, with a sport or with a hobby, you just, you're not going to always win. And so it just kind of teaches you that ability to keep trying to get back up again and to, you know, have another go. And really, that's kind of the same stuff that happens at work pretty much every day. So I don't know anyone that's had a, you know, truly linear career with everything kind of on the up, up, up. Everyone in their career has setbacks, um, you know, whether it's they don't get to work on a 
special project that they wanted to or they don't they don't get a job that they wanted to or you know there's just constant so I think you know that really kind of resilience building capability that not everything's really going to go to plan and it's not going to go in a kind of perfect straight line up to the top and you know I think the the really you know you hear a lot of people talking uh, about you know you just have the greatest lessons through failure so when you when things don't go to plan you know either in a, a sport or a hobby um, you know it's it really is the, the same at work. So the next thing that I like around kind of skill building that I think is very similar to work is presence. So I think, you know, when you do have a, a hobby or, a, um, you know, sport or whatever that you're doing, just that you've really got to have presence. So in terms of to achieve what you what you want through that endeavour. Now... There is um, nothing better for your presence than being around horses because if you're not present and if you're not in your body, then, you know, you could get killed basically (laughs) in a nutshell. So horses are, you know, massive big animals that are hugely powerful and that, you know, as I heard someone very nicely state the other day, let us ride them. Um, and so it's, you know, and then obviously nonverbal. Um, and so it's picking up on that cue of where is very much when you're riding them or when you're around them, are they with me? Um, and so, you know, I think, I think that ability to be present in your job, be present in that meeting, be present, um, you know, when you're with your team, um, you know, it's a, it's a real skill and, um, you know, my team give me a hard time sometimes and they say when I pick up my mobile phone, um, they know that I've, I'm not listening anymore and yeah, they're, they're pretty right and so I have to actually not take my mobile phone to meetings um, so that I do remain present or you know try and kind of get to the outcome of what we're there for a little bit quicker as well so yeah it really kind of allows you to sort of hone that that present skill I think which I think is really important for business and important for for people around you. Um, The other one is, you know, patience. So there's nothing like having to work hard to actually achieve a goal Um, and, you know, and developing patience and developing that, you know, that understanding that not everything's going to come to you um, as quickly as you'd like. And so that real ability to kind of, you know, go with the flow and, and have patience that, you know, if you keep going at something that that you'll get the outcome that you're looking for so I think you know presence and patience are really kind of key skills to to your career and to business and um you know the and the last item that um I think you know how a hobby can really help your career is actually just meeting new people and engaging with new people and developing that that skill to be around new people and you know just finding you know, as I, I said in my first episode of this um, podcast, just finding that that tribe, that that group, um, that to support you and help you. Um, you know, one of my closest friends um, is someone that I regularly ride with and um, enjoy spending time down the horses, and she also has a, a 
a career and you know is professional and we spend a lot of time um if we're not talking about the horses we're normally talking about our job and um you know i just think that's awesome and just helps me out massively um in my day to day so yeah thank you very much for joining me for this podcast i hope you got something out of it um like I said, you know, I think your hobbies and the time that you spend out of the office can help you, you know, with your mental health, just that ability to get away, uh, can help you with your goals, setting goals and honing a craft, can help you with your resilience, your presence and your patience. And while you're at it, you might meet some pretty cool people that you get to hang around with. So, all right, have a great week. Hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for listening. This podcast was produced and edited by Reese McIntyre. If you'd like to get in contact with Sam, by all means, reach out, LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. Cheers.